Stout, what did we talk about today here on the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout? I mean, it, it's... It might be something that breaks, uh, you know, the the construct of space time. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of uh, portals opened. Mm. Uh, Stargates, if you will. Well, that's that's copyrighted. That's pushing it, so I'm not going to say that. But yeah, in the basement of the old uh, federal courthouse, there's definitely oh, hard out deuce. So do you think it in the courthouse, or do you think it would be like in the basement of Hard Album building downtown there? I remember going there and both. Ooh. Yeah, I was just down there. Yeah, it's not different. Really? Yeah, it's the same. Same candies. Yeah. Same Nico's down there. Oh yeah. Those wafer candies. Nico wafers. Ooh. Yeah, those little little urinal cakes for your mouth. Yep. Delicious. Good old bodies of Christ. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, Stargates city budget. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, $379 million. Yeah, that, well, that's the expenditures, yes. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some mills, a nice, nice heavy dose of beautiful Andy Zeller. <laughs> man. Andy, the cast iron skillet Zeller. Oh, man. Um, He's well seasoned, too. Oh, beautiful. Beautifully yeah. seasoned. Uh, yeah, you can't stick an egg to that guy. No. Um, <laughs> Quick tip: don't cook, don't cook tomatoes in your cast iron skillet. No, no, it's a bad. You don't idea. want to do that. Acids are bad. I absolutely, wholeheartedly yeah. agree. <laughs> um, hey, uh, have you ever wondered uh, what's the best way to store criminals? <laughs> Daily. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, solution can be found at about minute. I don't know, nine or thirty. <laughs> 50. I don't know. It gets a little convoluted. Whatever. It's in a there. lot of things happen that don't make a lot of sense during this episode. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I give two shits about it because <laughs> there's no one doing what we're doing. So That's absolutely, fuck off. Yeah. Nobody's doing it better. <laughs> no we one's being as snarky as us. Surprise appearance by Steve Carell. Ooh. Really? Yep. Very exciting. And uh, our first paid sponsorship. Ooh. Yeah, there is a paid sponsorship. Very exciting. Tech company got a hold of us. Anyway, uh, yeah, stick around. It's yeah. going to be amazing. It's July 18th, 2023. Are we there? 2023, yep. Yep, that's, that's the year. Uh, it's uh, 6 5 on the PM. Starting right on time. Uh, this is Friday Pack with Stocky and Stout. I am Stocky on this side of the um, fire-rated door. Yeah. Real nice piece of uh, oak veneered particle board with pine on the uh, leading edges of the doors. Real nice piece of wood. Hated to see it go to the landfill, so I turned it into a table. About 650 pounds? At least. Yeah. Yeah, that's out across the way over there. Hey. Um, this is uh, Billings number 3.5, uh, podcast for uh, your, you know, monthly update on what's going on in the city of Billings as it pertains to the Billings City Council. As always, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns... Judging by the email, you don't. Uh, <laughs> you can go to the Friday Packet at gmail.com with those questions, comments, and concerns. Maybe We've got a couple, you know, regulars that, you know, show up in there. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you do, any, you know, just feel free to uh, mosey on over to the Gmails and uh, shoot us a question or a observation or a joke, joke, meme, yeah. um, quirk. I don't know how to say it. Um, and if you don't want to do that and you want to become a RoboCop level member, and why wouldn't you, 
you go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet and become a Robocop level member for only a dollar. You can support the making of Billings only profanity laced uh, update on Billings government policy board people who make decisions. And then we make snarky comments about podcast. Well-informed snarky comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like my boss said, there's no future being a smartass, but look at me now, man. Proving him wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proving him mostly right. But, hey, here we are. Thanks, Patreons. Yeah. So we're going, like I said, I mean, it's my busy time of the year. I'm out running around in the heat. It's hard to keep up with things. We're going all the way back to... Uh, June 5th of this year, work session that lasted four hours, 19 minutes, and 48 seconds, uh, or as I call it, a perfectly reasonable amount of time for someone to stop and pay attention to something. Absolutely. Uh-huh. This is the last fiscal year, too. It really is. Um, we're going to start with a budget wrap-up. I don't know how long this is going to play. We'll see how it goes. I mean, Andy Zeller is a charismatic... Um, orator. Orator. Yeah. Um, he's wonderful with the descriptions of numbers. <laughs> and or spreadsheets. Uh, a fine dresser. Oh, yeah. I mean, just professional through and through. Yeah. Um, very tall. He is very tall. Good head of hair. I'm True. Yeah. I heard he was a runner. Yeah. I mean, he's got a body built for it. Slender profile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he is the finance director for your city of Billings. <laughs> just hot as hell. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a cast iron skillet of a man. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Finance Director Andy <laughs> Zeller is going to give you a rundown of uh, the budget, which was approved by your city council on 612, which is the meeting after this, um, with Great. mostly all of the uh, city council in agreement that they're passing the budget, with exception to Danny Chiriki and your ward and uh, Pam Pierrenton. Yes. And I believe Pam Pierrenton has kept her streak going of... I don't approve of anything mm-hmm. um, in her no district of Ward 4. Obstructionism, I believe that's called. Yeah. Yeah. Standing on whatever principle she deems that needs to be. But uh, rather than me describe what's going on, I mean, why wouldn't you just want to listen to Andy Zillow? Budget wrap yeah. up. Um, what's up there is the uh, original proposed budget, $370.8 million, uh, for FY24. Um these next 11 slides are all a uh, combination of staff recommended, recommended amendments to the budget, as well as some uh, two budget and finance committee recommendations. Um, I, I realize it's quite a bit, and I'll try to go through it, I think, in as much detail as I can provide, and then absolutely expect uh, questions from you guys on this. That's, that's smart. Um, so would. these are the two budget and finance committee ones. So the, the first one here that we are recommending is uh, taking some of the unused uh, deferred fire station deferred maintenance funds that will remain unused in FY23 and recommending that they could be reallocated into FY24. Uh, that's a total of $155,000 combined with what's in the current FY24 budget would take that total to Two fifty nine six hundred. Okay. Um, hard hitters right away. Just for yeah. why they didn't get it all spent in twenty three. Um, one example, I believe they they had uh, wanted contractors to come out and look at some concrete aprons. Nobody showed up for that 
pre-construction meeting or pre-bidding meeting. And so... <laughs> Hold on. Okay. You're telling me that a concrete guy didn't show up about some concrete aprons? That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm you know, they didn't get that project done, but they still absolutely want to get it done. So we're requesting that those funds just be moved from one year to the next. Yeah, why not? Um, got a the second one here uh, is $300,000 from the general fund for planning. Uh, $200,000 for a growth policy update, and then $100,000 for Skyway Drive and interchange, I'll call them neighborhood plans. Um, the 200000 is a result of some uh, legislative changes that were made, and uh, I'm going to probably rely on Chris or Wyatt to give a lot more detail on that, but uh, we need to do significant, or we should do significant uh, update to our growth policy, and so we want to get started on that. So we're recommending that $200,000 be uh, funded from the general fund, and the recommended funding source for that is increasing the mill levy by $200,000 so we can generate that revenue to do so. Mm. $100,000 for Skyway Drive and Interchange uh, we're recommending come from FY23 reserves uh, that we we believe will be generated through vacancy savings and just unused funds in FY23. Um, And the franchise fee settlement. Uh, We're recommending here that the $3.6 million settlement, it, it will need to be paid in fiscal year 24. Well, uh, So our recommendation is that we use a million dollars from the reserves, which again will be generated by unspent funds in FY23. And then we're also recommending that $2.6 million be generated from additional tax revenue in the general fund to pay this all in fiscal 24. So what he's describing is when we sued ourselves because... <laughs> and won. And won. Yes. Mind you, uh, the city of Billings residents uh, class action lawsuited. We've gone over this before, but that's what he's kind of talking about there is his um, description of that. These numbers at this Can't point for are estimate check. because of a variety <laughs> of reasons. Are you credit on One, your One, we don't know what ending fund balance is going to be yet. And two... We, we know, well, we don't know what our tax capacity or growth will be yet either. We won't know that Not until that the first week in August, <laughs> at which point we'll be able to say, yes, if you levied 74 yes, mills, here's how much tax revenue you could generate. So um, at this point, really what I'm kind of seeking guidance on or recommending to you guys is that generally this is the approach we take to paying the settlement Final numbers, probably not determined until August, though. Um, but that, that's our recommendation. Other sources for funding the settlement, you, you know, I, more from the, um, from the general fund reserve is an option. You could borrow funds and then pay that debt over time. Mm-hmm. Um, there you obviously have some carrying costs and debt costs that they call that the Rob Peter Peter to PayPal. Yeah, that's what I, I but the other thing you could do is find reductions elsewhere to offset that oh. as well. Um, <laughs> this was not in your packet, but I wanted to share it with you uh, just so you kind of have some reference point. So, two point six million in new tax revenue would be nine point nine mills, or, or uh, based upon estimated growth. So, nine point nine mills to the median home is about. $37, or to a home at $516,000, that's $69. Well, why that? Because 
anybody who's receiving a credit on their utility bill uh-huh. and was a customer for all of the, the years, is it 15 through 19, I believe? Yeah, whatever. And received water, wastewater, and solid waste, their credit is going to be $69. So Hear that, Billings? The increase in taxes nice. would offset anybody uh, whose home value... I'm sorry, the credit would offset anybody's increase in taxes whose home value is at 516 or less based upon those assumptions. That all will change when we get actual values, but um, just wanted to give you some frame of reference on what that means relative to the credit. All right. So we're increasing our our property tax so that we can pay the lawsuit back to ourselves. So this all happened before anybody got their property tax assessment from the DOR and mm-hmm. people lost their minds. Yeah. And had have it just sort of illustrates kind of the point of how municipalities kind of levy their, you know, tax revenue. It's not necessarily you get that bill that says your house is worth X and this is gonna happen. They just extrapolated from that. It's like, oh, that went up that much. I'm gonna pay this much. Time to burn down the email server at the city of Billings. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of what it felt like. This this is happening well before that it, letter even went out. Yeah, which sort of snowballed a little bit. And there's public meetings. We should probably link that in, in one of the show notes. Um, the Department of Revenue is going to go around the state and mm-hmm. basically stop and explain. You know, explain it to me like I'm five. This is how the city. You know. With the mills, yeah, how they value your property and how I mean, there's no way that it didn't not go up, yeah, with what, what's going on in the state, but yeah, absolutely, kind of what's going to happen. But as it pertains to <laughs> when we suit ourselves to win against ourselves, <laughs> I'm trying to describe it in a way that makes sense to a sober there's person. No, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way to do it. No, it doesn't make sense. No. Oh, man, I kicked the shit out of me in that lawsuit, though. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a lit song. Is it that lit? Uh, I want to say... No, that's uh, that's wrong. Are you thinking filter? What, are we, what is that song? Hey, man, nice shot. Well, there's that one. That's the, <laughs> that's the mayor in Cincinnati killing himself. Yeah. Obviously, I remember that. Bud Dwyer. <laughs> Bud Dwyer. <laughs> we know his name. Uh, son anyway. of a bitch. Uh, anywho, we'll figure out... Well, I'm going to figure out in live live time how to because there is so much information in what he is talking about. Yeah. So I basically just started recording him, and like he said, there's I think eleven, I believe, add-ons to this. So I'm just going to randomly skip forward. Okay. Because. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Because there is 36 no, minutes of this like, uh, I've recorded. So currently paying for it through a special assessment. Based- so I believe this. All right. Just keep on taxable yeah. value, it would now result in a part of our 74 mil cap based on taxable value. Uh, it, it would, however, eat up some of that capacity that we're anticipating. So that that would be, I guess, the funding source for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it, it, would, it would not be a net increase to anybody's property tax bill, though. Not yet. And then on this one here, um, as I mentioned earlier, 
there's currently $620,000 okay. unspecified in the mental health, substance abuse, marijuana funds. Okay. And uh, we recommended earlier 120000 for SEPTED. The remaining 500000 this recommendation comes from the committee as well, to uh, allocate funding for addressing <laughs> lack of jail space. Um, <laughs> this would be done with I don't know how to do like 36 minutes of uh, clips yeah. and jam it into an episode. On jail site run by Yellowstone County. We do not have an agreement in place with them, uh, only, I believe, preliminary discussions. But if this were included in the budget, that, that's again, like the Nurse Family Partnership, we would go forward, work out a deal, contract with them, an MOU, bring mm -hmm. it back to you guys for approval. Um, I'm going to rely on Council Member Owen to maybe give more detail on this. Laptop. Yep. I'm like I said, it's really professional. I'm prepared for that. Okay, so we got to the end of that. Um, and then they were talking about budget add-ons. Yeah. And one of the budget add-ons was uh, misdemeanor offenses at the jail. Since the jail is at capacity, uh, one of the bugaboos and sticking points of people around this town is, uh, well, they, they, they go to arrest people and they just give them notices to appear or they take them to the jail and then the jail says, ah, it's full. You can just turn them loose. Basically, that's what they do. So one of the budget add-ons... Um, which is all hypothetical because there's no, like he said, there was no agreement between the county or the city. They, this is the best way forward. This is basically the city. After the city sent a letter to the county commissioners saying, hey, we need to do a jail study. We need to get this ball rolling. We need to have some sort of structure in place. And then John Oslin basically screamed in all their faces, passenger rail is bullshit. And we're like, we're not talking about that, John. We're not talking about that right now. Yeah. Why, why are we talking about passenger rail? Well, what are we talking about? We're talking about the jail. It's full, and you suck at running it. He's like, well, passenger rail doesn't need to come through Billings, <laughs> obviously. Um, and the metro is the greatest place on the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're like, okay, all right, John. Thanks, so, John. Here we go. Close, close the border. Close the borders, yep. Mm -hmm. He likes to yell that. He sure does. The jail is stretched to capacity. Uh, they're struggling to figure out what they need to do to streamline the process, which is there is no panacea. There is no one thing you could do to make it happen. That's why they started to try to, you know, get the ball rolling with jail study and see what they need to do. Um, the county basically was like, I, I don't know, something at some point. But one of the options that the city brought up in separate meetings was maybe doing temporary, basically, you know, storage containers for misdemeanor offenders, uh, a 48-hour turnaround, I believe it is, uh, Councilmember Olin will talk about, um, to kind of streamline the process. Okay. Without judges on board. No. With nobody on board. Mm -mm. Just throwing darts at a board. Mm-hmm. And seeing if it sticks. Yeah. And I don't blame him at this point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what else are you supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know either, but I think I'm going to say pretty some well. things and then feel free to comment on them. Um, so this proposal came out of, as I prompted by Councilmember Joy, a conversation that I had with the sheriff. Um, whether or not the county makes a decision now or sometime in the future to expand YCDF, we have an immediate need right now. Um, the... The sheriff had suggested, and I think we have discussed here, um, what about a holding facility, right? So a 72-hour pre-arraignment 
holding facility for misdemeanor offenses. The idea would be to cut down on the number of people who are given notices to appear and then don't appear, or the number of people who don't enter into diversion because there's no stick to go along with the carrot. So the idea here would be to create some limited amount of capacity to allow for people to be incarcerated in the hopes that they will either be arraigned get addressed, go on pretrial monitoring, and, and get their cases resolved more quickly, or opt to enter into a diversion mm-hmm. program in partnership with Substance Abuse Connect and all of our partners who are working on increased diversion, or that they will be evaluated for you know wherever they need to be because they're a more serious felon. I don't want to underscore at all that this is a swing for the fences. This is a big try. It is proposed here, and I think it is wise for us to consider doing this as a modular. First, because it's quick. We could have this up reasonably quickly. I mean, I say reasonably because there are many pieces that have to fall in line here in order for this to work. We have to have prosecutors who can go fast. We have to have uh, public defenders who can go fast. We have to have judges willing to arraign on a 72-hour basis. There's a lot between (laughs) today and where we might go. I believe that putting a negotiating team together to work with the sheriff on what this proposal would look like, to indemnify the city so we don't have liability, to let them staff, to let them do what they do because we don't need to be in this business. When we put money behind (laughs) that, we become much more serious at the negotiating table. I do think there's a path by which this could potentially be operational during the fiscal year, which is why it's in here. It's only in here for, I think, what half of a fiscal year cost would be. But... It's specifically being suggested as a modular facility so that we can try it and see if it works. Now, it's not no foundation. I mean, it will have to go on a concrete pad. There has to be infrastructure, right? So it's not um, portable in that we drive it up and drive it away, but it's not bricks and mortar. It doesn't require a bond. It allows us to test and see if we can actually be much more aggressive on the misdemeanor side so that people don't continue to commit offenses, right? They get arrested on one charge, given a notice to appear, and then continue to commit two or three more crimes that night. Um, It moves cases along faster because what we know is that part of the jail problem is that cases don't move fast enough. And if we can improve that movement, then we free up at least some bed capacity at YCDF. And I think we increase our chances on diversion. So those are why I think we should consider it. This is not going to be easy, but I think it sends a signal that the chief has said is that we're not going to tolerate disrespect for our police officers anymore. And I think this is a bold, albeit challenging move. So here's where... <laughs> getting a beer. Yeah. I feel like this is where Billings, like this is where we live, obviously, obviously at the moment, but when it comes to major decisions, uh, a lot of our decision making comes to not proactive, it's very uh, reactive to what's going on. And band-aid-y. And very band-aid-y and just sort of, it's not... It's not as simple as kicking the can down the road because there's obviously a whole bunch of people that have been involved in the whole process, but there's been anchors in the way that have been embedded in the soil that cannot get out of the way to, to save their lives. <clears throat> Bam. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. And, and there's John. people, you know, in the spokes, in the wheels that can cannot make a decision, don't want to make a decision to sort of... I don't know, placate, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts, but 
Yeah, but you you can't come to a point where it's at a breaking point and then expect the county defender, public defenders, uh, the jail, and all the sort of... I mean, you're asking people to make decisions basically how the city makes decisions, which is on a not a great timeline and <laughs> yeah. at, at a point to where it's... <laughs> you're not helping anybody. So... Anybody in this situation. So we're going to buy some modular homes. I mean, we could just... Brett's RV has a lot of empty trailers right now. We could just yeah. stuff them into there. But, like, maybe focus on getting people through the court system really fast instead yeah. of... And I think the diversion programs that are happening uh, within the city seem to have more of a better track record yeah, and uh, a better outcomes for every party that's involved. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of the old guard that is still there that feels like, and you heard it in, in Owen's statement, like, you know, the carrot and the stick sort of thing. You need to have that sort of punitive thing and people won't do it. I get it to a certain point, but you can't keep doing the same thing, throwing them into jail and then throwing them out into society and expecting them. That's everything. You need to have a more, uh, comprehensive and, uh, nuanced approach to how you deal with the problem. Not just, this is how we've always done it. This is how it's going to work. This is how we're going to do it. Yeah. Because like she said, we don't want to be in this business, and I don't blame them. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't necessarily disagree with much that she said, but mm-hmm. I think putting money toward more judges and more courtrooms and more lawyers would probably help quite a bit. Yeah. To get people fucking moved through and back out. Yeah, they need rather help. Rather than just storing I mean, people. Yeah. I mean, or we can just go back to the same statements that, like, uh, Boyette said. Like, when I go town, town, I don't like seeing poor people on the street. Yeah, that's scary. Like, that's great. Because it reminds what you that you're What else you got, dude? Lucky. <laughs> Why would you run for office if that's the statement that you're going to make? Because he's old You were rich. elected to come up with a solution to this problem, mm-hmm. and here you are trimming your mustache on live TV. <laughs> Well put. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I mean, we could have gone through the, the entire uh, budget amend- amendment process, but again, we're trying to make a podcast, make it succinct. If you want to go back, go back to 612. It's a five-hour and 22-minute meeting. Yeah, knock yourself out. Where you can listen to Andy, the uh, cast iron skillet zeller, mm. <laughs> go through the entire budget rundown, which he does a, a, a fantastic job of yeah, doing. absolutely. You know, Giving you a synopsis of what's going on at this at that city level. Very capable man. Very capable man. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> if you want some numbers, your total revenue for your uh, fiscal year, which I believe runs from June to June, right? Yeah, it starts July first and ends June thirtieth. There we go. We got actual facts. Um, <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably fucking got it wrong somehow too. <laughs> So uh, the total revenues with amendments, we're talking $343,473,775. Mm-hmm. Total expenditures, expenditures, $379,869,544. Yeah. And we started with... Nothing. It was we started at the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, or as C6 Steve says... It started with nothing and still have most of it left. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What did I write? Uh, also on this meeting was uh, your United States government is uh, they're building like a reserve station basically out west of the Billings Flying Service, which is a uh, company that redoes like twin uh, propeller. What are those called? Chinooks. Chinooks out yeah. there. So Blains. just the Blaines. Yeah. So they have just to the west of that, I believe, the United States government, I guess you and I, are building a reserve center for the Blackhawks that are now stationed out there as well. Yeah. Um, Is it Army Reserve or Air Force Reserve or something? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know specifics. I want to say it's maybe Army. Could be. I should know because I know somebody who works there. Nice. But... uh, Sorry. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> so they're they're expanding out there just to the west of the the airport. Um and I just thought I'd bring it up because I wrote down horse owners are mad. Uh, <laughs> when are they not? And yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's there's property owners just to the west of that are angry that you know, when I bought this house next to the airport, I was <laughs> under the assumption that I would never have to hear any aircraft. Sure. And understandable that most of the time, like 90% of the time, they're not coming and going from that direction just because of the way the airport is laid out. Yeah. Um, and if you've not been to Billings, I mean, Billings is kind of destination for uh, pilots because of the difficulty of landing at said airport. Fuck yeah. Especially if the wind is blowing over, I don't know, two miles an hour. Yeah. A lot of crosswinds. It's like riding the Gravitron. It really is. It's a thrill. Yeah. If there's a storm blowing through and you're coming in for a landing at... Billings, say at nine o'clock, you're coming from Denver, obviously, because oh. since I was a kid, that nine o'clock flight from Denver has been coming and going it's from just the how it works. It's, I mean, forever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a rodeo, it's especially if you're time. sitting in the back by the by, by the bathroom. Fuck, I've had a good I time mean, on that flight. Wee. We're talking cattails. When they when they used to, um, that was it Great Lakes. Uh, yeah, Great Lakes was one of the subsidized airlines oh, that yeah. would bounce you around and they did a $32 uh, flight uh, to Sheridan. Nice. $32 round trip flight to Sheridan. Good God. And there's usually about, well, I think they went Sheridan. I don't think you could get an Uber for that in like a major U.S. city, could yeah, you? Exactly. 32 bucks and you're flying round trip from Sheridan. Yeah, and it was How like... How Sheridan away? It's a two-hour drive. <laughs> and by the time you go to the airport and sit there and wait and then get on the plane and get to Sheridan, it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> but you don't have to fucking drive. And you get to ride an airplane, which, let's face it, is awesome. Um, But there was, I did that like eight times, because why not? And there was never anybody on those planes. It was like maximum me and four other people. And a couple times I did it, just two pilots and me (laughs) from Sheridan. And flying in, like, they're like, "Uh, can you sit on the back bench? Because we need a. Weight Whatever weight you have to be back there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was just fucking sitting in that middle seat on that back bench and just mechanical bulling it back there and fucking <laughs> hooting and hollering. It was a great time, man. I love that shit. It's the kind of flight, you know, the, the, the pilot just turns around. There's no there's no anybody yet. There's no stewardess. There's no oh, concierge. No. Just turn around and go, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. No bathroom, obviously. It's well. just... One, it's an aisle with a seat on either side. <laughs> yep. And I fucking loved it, man. It was so great. They're kind of neat planes. And, I, you know, it was probably a little more expensive than buying gas to go there, but... Hey, 32 bucks round trip, you can't beat it. Fucking airplane rides are awesome. 
I want to say he's probably used 32 bucks of paper just to print out the, the boarding pass. Probably, yeah. Boarding pass. Yeah, I'm sure I cost $5,000 to take down there, and I paid <laughs> 32 of it, but whatever. Yeah. It was yeah. a great time. I Thanks, bet. subsidized airlines. Yeah. Heck, if it were up to me, I'd say pave your parking lot so it's not gravel, but I'm not going to tell you to do that. I think you'll you'll figure that out. Okay. <laughs> you'll figure that out. Oh, man. 6-19-2023. Uh, I did not write down the minutes on that one. Um, I did write down, um, I'll have Stout do this. Um, you can look up in the background um, at the Community 7 broadcast. Uh, I believe Steve Carell was at this meeting <laughs> in the background. Um, on I know the it's 619? Yes. I know it's a stretch, but I'm pretty sure Steve Carell, uh, star of The Office, he was Michael on The Office. He was also yep. in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, was, was, was at this meeting. That's okay. what I wrote down. Uh, but also the 2023 long-range transportation plan, which is a 20-year plan, was on this meeting as well. Woo. If you want to go back and, and listen to that. So we're talking about, you know, the road that's coming up and over the rims there, connecting to Zimmerman Trail, you know, just just the basic build-out of roads in Billings, Montana. Yeah. It's real right. nice, really, if you want that information. More pavement. Mm-hmm. And also on this one was the parks tra- or parks trails and recreation bond discussion. So yep, there's Steve Carell. Did you see him? Yep, hundred percent. Isn't it him sitting next to uh, Jessica? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Steve Carell. I, that's Steve Carell, isn't it? Yep. I'm gonna take a screenshot of that and put it on the Instagram. Nice, nice indeed. Also, Jack Genoway, Julie Seedhouse. Yep. Um, who else do I see? So a lot of the chamber showed up uh, at this meeting as well. To uh, they've put a noticeable push behind uh, the Sabura. Yep. Um, so you've got uh, a lot of you know notable stakeholders, I guess, in the city. So you got Bill Underreiner showing up there. Uh, Par Par Montana is is a new one that has showed up, which sure. is basically the company that bought the Exxon refinery here in town. Uh huh. They're pledging money towards it. So a lot of things are starting to move on that. Yeah. Uh, Money-wise, private private money into the project. Yeah. And the chamber has made a noticeable uh, push to make uh, that thing happen. All right. I and that, that could be something we discuss in a future episode because that is a, a lot going on there. There is a lot going on there, yeah. Um, with everybody that is paranoid that their property taxes are about to triple and that our AI overlords are going to come and take your house and the cartel is going to, you know, I don't know, take your firstborn and you're going to die in the climate wars in 10 years. Anyway, it's not Mm. like it matters. Nice. Nice. It's about about time. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of climate war, we've got a certain council member who, who is very concerned about said, uh, problems he said with with the leave collection and, and things like that, and we'll let him talk first. We'll let him talk first. That's fair. Bags at the street in the fall when when the leaves leaves. To be fair, I'll go I'll go back to the beginning of his, his statement because this is a weird thing that's happening with the phone. And uh, my other concern is um, that the neighbors will be paying for their neighbors' leaves. Uh, that blow through the fall and things like that. So when you put up, I know um, I, we see lots of bags at the street mm-hmm. in the fall when when the leaves the leaves drop. Bags. 
And so um, my concern is that we're going to be charging our residents $5 per bag. Jesus, no. Yeah. So I know, Stout, this has been a big concern of yours. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a big concern of mine. Ongoing. It's been ongoing. Yeah. Um, who's going to pay for leaf collection in the city of Billings? I mean, I don't know, man. There's no, there's no good answer how, to this. How, how does one identify which leaf is yours and which is your neighbor's? Well, if only there was a way. I mean, um, I'm happy to announce here on the podcast we've got our first sponsorship. Oh. This is very exciting. This is, this is a paid, paid sponsorship of uh, <laughs> our friends over um, at Leaf Tracker 2.0. <laughs> They're an innovative company out of uh, Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, no doubt. Where um, all the good ones come from. From the great minds that that you know brought you uh, pets.com, pets.com, diaper.com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Friendster, Penn Island. Uh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, KidsExchange.com. Kids exchange. <laughs> um, we here at the back have actually um, pioneered a process mm-hmm. in which you can identify the fucking leaves. Lots of R&D. Yeah. Are you sick of other people's leaves? Fuck yeah, I hate leaves. Who isn't? Leaves are the terrorists of trees. For too long, neighbors have been made to pay for the other neighbor's leaf disposal. But not anymore. Gone are the days of natural composting. Leaves are the tool of the devil. And now is the time for leaves to learn about a little thing called fiscal responsibility. One time, I got a leaf stuck in my face. It's a Leaf Tracker 2.0 is a service exclusively offered by the brilliant minds at the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. I pay for my neighbor's shit. For a small year-round fee, Stocky and Stout will identify which leaves are yours. Maple, ash, deciduous, conifer, pinecone, armageddon. And which leaves are also leaves. For too long, Steve, the neighbor with the deleted diesel, has gotten away with murder. Leaf murder. The only good leaf is a dead leaf. Leaf 2.0 is the solution no one wants, but everybody hates. Barking up the wrong tree. This year, tell leaves that their free ride is at an end with the Leaf Tracker 2.0. Leaf Tracker 2.0. So there you go. That's amazing. (laughs) The Leaf Tracker 2.0, which they can (laughs) pre-orders. One dollar a month. Patreon.com. Forward slash the Friday pack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was the greatest look I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Thanks for solving this problem. So, yeah, I mean, if you're worried about, you know, your neighbor's leaves blowing into your yard, get yourself a leaf tracker 2.0. Absolutely. We'll, we'll come out. We'll, we'll identify which leaves are yours and which are your neighbor's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the obvious thing would just be go over to your neighbor and say, hey, they're going to put a giant container at the end of the street in the spring and the fall, and we can just take our leaves down there and, no. and do something about it. Can't do that. No? no we have to put a post-it note sure. on every leaf on your tree. Some sort of passive-aggressive thing. And on your neighbor's tree yep. with your name handwritten on each one. Sure. So that if it blows into their yard mm-hmm. or vice versa, of course. we will then come and sort through all of the leaves. <sighs> I'm so into it, man. And divide them. <clears throat> between the neighbors and yours house. Yeah, I can't wait. And there will be, never be any confusion. 
Sure. On whose leaves you're paying for. <laughs> so if you go to the FridayPocket.com, and there's a, there's an IPO that you're gonna want to get your hands on. Oh yeah. It's it'll it'll come out within the next three to twelve months. Yeah. Where you can uh, minimum. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> Uh, so I can't, I can't right. wait. <laughs> it's beautifully done. It was, I mean, I could not hear somebody say, I don't want to pick up my neighbor's leaves and, and not yeah. make some sort of snarky comment about no, it I because, I mean, thing. like we said, I, like I said, I mean, the easiest thing would go to your neighbor and say, hey, you've got a giant 300-foot tree that dumps tree, you know, leaves all over the place. Do you know that there is something that the city does? You know, they drop a little container, you just take it down, drop there. But he's more worried that he's gonna have to pay an extra four dollars and fifty cents to clean up his neighbor's leaves. <laughs> and then we wonder reduced. why we can't solve the bigger problems of the jail is overflowing. Yeah. And I mean the the uh, justice system is completely overloaded. Yeah, it seems to kind of be ass backwards <laughs> no, and it's yeah. fine. Leaves, man. Yeah, leaves. leaves. That's where we're gonna that's the flag post we're gonna Nail into the ground. And Absolutely. Call it good. For a one-time fee of $1,000, we'll come and cut all your neighbor's well, trees Well, nominal down. fee, I think I said. Well, this, this is a separate one from oh, Tracker. We'll just nice. cut all of your neighbor's trees down, and then Ooh. it won't be a problem. No. But that's, I mean, Leaf Tracker is a way better system. <laughs> What's well, the 2.0? Right? Yeah. It's a lot better than 1.0. Worked out all the bugs. Yeah, I did. Really did. <laughs> good job. Ran the code and found all the bugs. <laughs> that's fucking solid, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Such innovation. It's such innovation here at the podcast. I mean, you might have gotten some information out of this episode. I doubt it. No. But, I mean, we're trying to direct you in the right, right you know, direction. Yeah. Uh, the region, I guess you will. Yeah. I wish I could keep up better, but here we are. Yeah, fuck it. We got some, we got some city council it? candidates coming up pretty soon. So we're oh, gonna, yeah, we were going to do that. We're, right. we're going to fucking dive into that. So we there probably... is a primary in War 3. I mean, we could say that. Yeah, that's There's pretty There's a primary exciting. in War 3 coming up. It's the only ward in the city of Billings that'll have a primary. There's 200 people running. Yeah. I think everybody in Ward 3 is actually running. I think so. So we're just going to have to start narrowing it down. Uh, yep. We're going to vote every Monday. At least. For the next four years. Ranked choice as well. Yep. Absolutely. I would hope. I'm excited. Me Cannot too. wait. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that might come out, I don't know, maybe next month. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Who cares? I know. We live in Billings. Let's just fucking record next week, dude. Uh, okay. Why not? We'll figure it out. Let's pile them on. <laughs> Let's put out nine of them in one week. <laughs> that seems like a perfectly reasonable and a- achievable goal. <laughs> you don't have to edit a, a thing. I would hope not. We'll just... Hit record and then hit stop and then hit submit. (laughs) It's going to be fine. Bet. Disaster. Bet. Bet. Disaster. Bet. Shiloh, the 62nd is a disaster. (laughs) 